The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon. Happy day to all. You are about to listen to the most exciting show on America's Web Radio. It's called Bite of Reality, and you're listening to Mark the Shark. So today, as I have begun to do, I start off with a little information for you. They told us the shelves, they'd all be filled to the top. There would be so much stuff, the stores would almost pop. But now that we see the truth, you and me, they withheld it again just to get their guy in. But now, one year later, we're in so deep up to our necks, most of us are looking around and saying, what the heck? Yes, we asked Jen Saki, and she said I'll circle back. By the time she did so, Ukraine was under attack. But America shouldn't worry, there's nothing to fear. We have the same morons in office from last year. They still claim that Afghanistan was such a success, and that any problems left over were from the Trump mess. Don't worry, I'll never leave them behind. At least while you're not looking, and then you won't find. The mess that I left when I surrendered that day, 13 dead servicemen all on display. That's how Joe defines an operational success. Give me liberty and freedom. I'll operate on my own, I confess. For the ones we left behind, Joe said he wouldn't do it. And now they're all dead, he claims. There's nothing to it. It's not my fault, Joe claimed. He said Trump did us in. But the lies they speak don't match. If it were Trump's plan, it was the win. I'm tired of the lies, and they tell us each day. Are the lies going to be the truth in some other way? I don't know why they think that America's out to lunch. The American people, we can take a punch. But you'd know things are screwed up when Canada's leading the freedom cry. And Justin Trudeau, he doesn't have a clue why. If Canadians can tell freedom they do protest, it's time for America, too, to join with the rest. Stop believing the crap they're feeding you and stop towing the line. Use your head for more than a hat stand and let them know we're not fine. For America should be angry, our leaders in charge are focusing on stupid things while our products are still out to sea on a barge. We've elected these people and sent them to the Capitol and all we've received is Kamala's cackle. When all the elected officials going to focus on us, we're getting tired of being thrown under the bus. Americans are grateful for everything we get, but we have a long memory, and Joe Biden hasn't delivered yet. How dare you take off when America's broken, and the only words, all lies, the lies that are spoken. You send Kamala to Europe, she had such success at the southern border. Are you completely clueless? Thinking she'll bring Europe some order. So when Russia invades the Ukraine like you said, and there will be some more Americans that will certainly be dead. 
You might crush our spirit and lock us indoors. But there is something brewing in America. It's called Parents at War. You can send out your memos, your tweets, and your claims, but that only enforces how the administration, how this administration is lame. Our reckoning is coming as America has strayed from that great 13-starred flag, that flag that was frayed. You may keep us down, but we are never out. When we vote in next November, you'll all be thrown out. So America, go and keep your thoughts in your head about the brain-dead president as you sleep in your bed. Don't worry, he tells us, it's only transitory. But if you do your research, you'll have the real story. They claim they didn't cause it. They had nothing to do. But believe nothing. Believe nothing. That's simply not true. So as I wind up my opening, I caution you now. Don't stay in your basement and let America come in last placement. America, you got to stand up for your rights. It's time. Cargo ships off the shore. It's ridiculous already. You know, now masks are now political. It's not the science, it's now political science. The Democrats are realizing they're one vote away from losing the power. And that scares the dickens out of them. You know, they claim it was all for our benefit, they said. But the people know their weird decisions. It's making us all dead. It's bizarre how the pandemic is now going away as the election nears. It's only one year. So how much of the science they told us two years now? They think everyone will forget? Give them a cheer? I wonder if we've learned anything, America. Anything from voting for the brain dead. So it's just, are you afraid that the people will say Joe must go? Maybe this time we'll take a look and be better off red. But the Democrats, they lied to each and every day. Because they want to make America, they want to make it their own way. For it didn't matter the news media told you Trump had to go. For Biden, Biden, so far we've got nothing to show. When asked what he's done for the entire year, from all the people they spoke to, it was crickets you hear. So they told us Trump broke it, America was lost. But it wasn't the truth. And now look what it's cost. Our energy independence. Inflation, it's high. It's all in the past now. Gee, I wonder why. For in three more years, will America's great flag still fly? Whether America will survive is the question you ask. We thought we were saved. We gave Joe the task. Joe claimed America was back, and we gave him more trust. And now everything is broken. Can't we get parts? Our cars are going to rust. For the supply chain is broken, but Joe had spoken. So now, you've heard my rhyme. You've heard my opening. So we're going to turn to the legendary Dave and ask him, how's your supply chain doing? You know, uh, yesterday was the first time I had been really bitten by the supply chain 
And uh, I went into a Target's, Target's, and uh, was looking for something, and virtually the shelf was empty. And I asked a clerk, and they said, offshore somewhere. And, you know, this is, I think this is going to be, you know, it's sort of like you and I have talked in the past, Mark, and you've mentioned it on the show. There is positive coming out of, it wasn't that long ago you'd walk in and they'd say, well, we're out of it because of COVID. Now they say we're out of it because it's parked offshore. And I think people are going to wake up more and more. A poet and don't know it. And, I'm telling uh, you, getting there. <laughs> poet in training. I, I, you know, I sent somebody, remember you used to have the elf on a shelf? Yeah. I sent somebody a meme for Christmas because she was big into the elf on a shelf with her kids. And I, it, on it says, elf on a shelf, shelf is crossed out, and it says barge. And it has <laughs> them sitting on the lip of the barge. I, I pretty much think that said it all. You know, what, what I'm finding here is, what I find interesting is nobody's talking about, you want to talk about root causes? Let's talk about root causes of why America is off the track. The root causes is America's frustrated. I keep hearing this word disconnect. And the more I hear it, the more I'm infuriated. Because if everyone who we sent to Washington understands that there's a disconnect, or should understand... They're not doing anything about it. They're just doing what they feel like doing. And you've you got to look at the one thing that I found amazing this kind of this week. This week was the Canadian Trucker Week. I focused a little bit on Canadians. Canadians are the most my, – my, my children are both dual citizens of Canada and the United States. So that gives them their great attitude in life. But the Canadians are the most mundane, polite people you ever want to meet in your life. If a Canadian gets really upset, he must, he's going to hold up a sign that says, I'm a little annoyed. That's a violent protest in Canada. When he holds up a sign that says, I'm annoyed, they don't burn down their buildings. They didn't burn down Ottawa. They didn't shoot people. They didn't kill people by burning down a building. They didn't riot in their streets. They didn't tear down their towns. We did. So what are we learning here? But look what their government has done. Look what Trudeau has done. Okay, They are sending in the police to basically act like Gestapo troops, take their wood that they're keeping warm with. They're taking their fuel from their trucks so that they can't stay warm. Now, all of a sudden... They're becoming Gestapo troops. Where's Nancy Pelosi? Where's all these idiot Democrats who were yelling about the Gestapo troops trying to stop rioters from burning people alive and burning down billions of dollars worth of real estate? Where's all those people now? Are you getting the picture, everybody? They're not who they say they are. Yeah, they come around every four or six years and they say, oh, we'll get this done and we'll get that done. Name one person in Washington in the last year who has done anything to help the American situation. I can tell you I know one guy who allegedly at the head of this 
has kind of disturbed what was good. And, and I'm also tired of here's my big here's my big beef. We've created more jobs than any time in history. It's because you shut down the economy. You shut down an entire country, which never should have been done, and we won't even discuss that because I've done that in other programs. They shut down an entire country for no reason at all, and now because people are unlocked from their indoors, now they're saying, hey, look, the economy's booming, and look what we've done. No. What you did is you took away people's jobs, you took away their income, you destroyed their happiness, you frustrated the heck out of them, you've wound people up. Do you think... Now, here's an interesting fact. In the 70s, alcohol was readily available on planes. In fact, more than it is now. Today... Instead of looking at what's really causing the problem on airplanes when people are going nuts, we're blaming it on alcohol. Oh, now you can't get a drink. Oh, it's because people are drunk. It's because people are this. Let's stop fooling ourselves. It's like saying people are killing each other because there are guns out there. So if you take away the guns and they kill them with forks, so let's take away the forks then. You're missing the point. It's not the instrument. It's not the instrumentality. Look at that guy in Waukesha, Wisconsin, who killed those people. He didn't have a gun. He didn't have a knife. He ran them over with his car. This is the point that these officials who we send to Washington are missing. It's not the thing. It is the person. Now, I'm going to lead back into with that. Let's talk about the idiot no bail laws. Now, I keep hearing it impacts the minorities the most, the downtrodden. Well, here's a reality check. Are you assuming that everyone who is a poor person, who is a minority, is a criminal? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Mr. and Mrs. Democrat? Is that what the left is trying to tell me? Because I simply don't believe it. I'll tell you what you have. You have a couple of knuckleheads who are doing stupid things, who may be minorities, who may be poor, but they get away with it. How do you have a guy with 30 arrests, 22 arrests, out on bail for beating someone with a baseball bat for $500? Do you not think that this person is a danger to the community? And let's talk about bail for a second, because a lot of people don't understand the principle of bail. Bail's real simple. Bail is supposed to mean that you return back to court, and if you're a danger to the society at large, or to yourself, that they want to keep you in, and they want to keep an eye on you. What they're doing with this no-bail law is saying to every criminal on this planet, or I should say every criminal in the United States, because they're the only knuckleheads who are doing it, go ahead. There are no consequences. You get into this cycle that we are not going to be able to reverse. You have these smash and grabs. How long do you think it's going to be before these smash and grabs become smash, grab, and murder? They did it in Burger King. They shot that girl for no reason whatsoever. And you have these people like Alvin Bragg, the Soros-backed DAs. Here's the problem, people. 
you got to start looking at who you're voting for. Don't look for the guy with the biggest poster. Don't look for the guy with the most posters. Don't look for the guy who tells you what he wants you to hear. That's how we got this guy. Okay? If you listen to these knuckleheads, they will tell you everything you want to hear. Then they'll go in the other room and tell the other people exactly what they want to hear. And our media, our left loons, they're not going to challenge these guys. Listen, everybody know who this guy was. Alvin Bragg, he wasn't a secret. He was soft on crime from day one. So now you have the mayor, Eric Adams, who the other day... Now, Eric Adams is a retired officer, okay? And I don't know him personally, but I can see from his actions... He does care. But here we go again. Now we're going to talk about it. We're going to think about it. He's arguing with the legislature about an 11-month-old baby who got shot in the face. And that's okay. Let him out. No bail. So he's trying to tell the legislatures, wait a second, this no bail law is not good. You're letting these dangerous people back into the community. And people, please, for the umpteenth millionth time, you can have as many gun laws as you want. Criminals don't pay attention to gun laws. It's just, you know, it's like you're fooling yourself. You want to look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful? Keep doing it. When you turn around, everybody else sees the reality. And that's what we do. That's what the Democrats are doing. Look at the blue cities, every one of them. So I'm going to bring it back to the Canadian truckers now. Canada is taking actions against these truckers. In fact, here's a, here's a good one for you. People who donated to the GoFundMe page for the truckers, they raised approximately $10 million to keep the protest going. GoFundMe decided to say, no, you know what, that's not going. And I'll tell you right after the break, we're going to take a short break, and I'll tell you exactly what GoFundMe did, which is kind of very interesting. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark Shark on America's Web Radio. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm liquidation service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. 
we wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And before we go back to Mark the Shark, Mark, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I was very proud of something I heard before I came into the studio a few minutes ago, and that is that the presiding judge in the Rittenhauser case, did you hear this? Not yet. Has thrown the book at the surviving attacker. Ooh, that's and, interesting. Yeah, and uh, because, you know, the fact is they started it. Rittenhauser didn't start anything. He just ended it for a few people. But uh, the presiding judge has thrown the book at the, uh, at the surviving uh, attacker. Well... That's that's very encouraging. But then on the opposite side, let me give you some some great news that I heard this afternoon is in Illinois. Yeah, they don't have any gun issues there, huh? <laughs> they just passed a law that said if you start a gun battle with another person on the street and somebody gets killed, an innocent bystander, you will not be charged with murder. Now, let me say that again. So you're going to start a gun battle with somebody else. And if an innocent bystander gets shot, and you didn't intend to shoot them, you were shooting at the other guy, you won't be charged with murder. Why wouldn't it be, as always, second degree? Because they're idiots. Because they're sending the same message they're going to complain about later, like the Nobel law. It's the same garbage. You know, they're saying... Free range, shoot anybody you want, no problem. We don't care who started. Listen, in New York, there's a felony gun rule. If you're with a group of people and somebody shoots somebody and kills them, you're all going down for that. And that was put in there to kind of make you think a second moment. If you see that guy, whoa, wait a second, he's got a gun with him. We're going to do this? Uh Uh-uh. I'm out. Because you know that you can be tied to this moron with the gun. So it acts as a deterrence. So I'm not sure if, and this is where this is where we go all the way back. I know we're going to talk about the Canadian truckers and the GoFundMe, but I'll finish up with this: is think about our educational system and how it's failed. Because look at the people who are now in office. I started to say how we stupid. have one. Yeah. Well, it's if we're busy. We're like what 190th on the world scale. We spend like third amount of money. But we're all the way, the results are re- horrendous. You know, this is, uh, I started to say, this is the one thing that the pandemic did seem to awaken some parents to the fact that their kids are being taught garbage. Uh, there's no civics. There's no anything. And finally, parents seem to be waking up to the fact that uh, 
maybe we ought to check out what our kids are being taught. Well, you know, for some reason, we thought that if we left the liberal lunatics in the schools, that everything would be okay. Put them somewhere where they couldn't do any harm. Well, boy, were we wrong. But the product of what those schools are is the people who are now in Washington. That's why we have that they're in the legislators, in your local Congress, in your local Senates, in your state Senates. They're the people who we really don't know. We see a name and we recognize a name and we put them in there. We vote for them. And a lot of times you'll see three positions vacant and three people running. Hmm, that's suspicious, isn't it? <laughs> but for, for a second, I want to go back to, to the GoFundMe page because I thought this was very interesting. They raised $10 million for the truckers. That was supposed to go to them. Now, the $10 million, GoFundMe said, oh, time out, we're not giving them to the truckers. So we're going to give them to somebody else. We're going to give them out to whoever we want. Well, last I heard, if I give you a donation for something, and then you use it for whatever you want, last I heard, that's called grand larceny. That's stealing my money that I gave you as a conduit to give to the people who I wanted to go to. You don't get to choose. So now, apparently I heard this morning that they got an injunction out of a Canadian court to stop the truckers from getting any money. Now, this is pretty amazing to me. This is pretty amazing. This is, you know, we have the three branches of government here. They have parliament over there. But the courts are always supposed to be the referee. They're not supposed to be on one side or the other. They're supposed to be in the facts. Imagine something like this in this country. How many courts would have said, no money going to BLM? In fact, guess what? None. Zero. And they were burning cities down. They were killing people. But they got money. So, as far as the Canadian truckers, I understand what they're saying. They're not burning anything down. Yes, they're stopping up the transmission of goods and services. But you know what? Listen, let me give Trudeau some friendly advice from a little guy in New York. Listen to them. Set up a meeting with them. Hear their grievances. You are a trucker. You spend most of your time in a truck. You're not dancing around in a bar somewhere. And the other thing is, is what's, based on what's going on now, everything's kind of relaxing we realized that the lockdowns were useless. That two-week, you know, turn the curve, you know, flatten that curve deal. Yeah, that two weeks was two years. They can't count time either. So maybe we should educate the people we send to Washington before we send them there. Maybe teach them to count, because that would help in the economy too, instead of sending trillions of dollars all over the world. But I digress. Let me go back. I get, I get caught up in the moment. They should sit down with the truckers and understand what a trucker is. They did not stop doing their job the entire pandemic when we didn't know what the, you know what, was going on with it. People were out there dying left, right, and center. And those truckers were in those trucks delivering your goods to your stores, delivering your goods to your hospitals, delivering your parts for your cars, everything. They were doing it. And they didn't ask for anything different. They did it because of their civic duty. And now their government turns around and craps on them. I have a problem with that. 
I have a real problem with that. So if you think that this is an isolated incident in Canada, uh uh-uh. Wake up. I heard it's going on in France now, and I hope it happens in America because it's time to take back freedom. Freedom isn't free. Okay? Freedom is not free. Freedom has a cost. You have to stand up. If you're going to lay down, you might as well just paint welcome on your belly and let people walk on you. you got to stand up for what you believe in. That's what made America. We used to be number one in a lot of things. Now, not so much. We had pride. We had pride in what we did. We had pride in our nation. When you saw that flag, it meant something. Now people see the flag and they go, oh, that's, that's upsetting me. It's triggering me. Let me trigger you this. You don't like the country? Get out. That's your trigger. Amen. You know, this country has a, a cohesiveness that it was built on with those beginning 13 colonies. We didn't all agree on everything at every moment, but we agreed that we needed to stick together and we needed to strive for a more perfect union. These days, you have idiots, Ilhan Omar, Presley, AOC. These are the products of our defective education system. So right after our break, we're going to take a short break and we're going to talk about Kamala Goes to Europe. (laughs) I've never been there. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19. Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about Kamala goes to Europe. So on Wednesday, 
our ultimate White House announced that Harris will be traveling to Germany for the Munich Security Council, uh, the Security Conference. And she's going to be outlining the U.S. policy towards the Ukraine. I guess they're making it up as she's flying over there. Because from this standpoint, in so far what's going on, I don't think they have a policy. So they're going to be telling us about the security of Ukraine borders. If I'm at that security council, the first question I have for Kamala, hey, uh, Vice President Harris, how's that southern border doing? Is it all closed yet? Buttoned up? Only 2.7 million came across this year? Oh, and wait, you're flying them all over the country? In the middle of the night, why would you do that? Huh, that's kind of strange. Oh, wait a second. Also, you can use your arrest warrant to get on a plane in the United States now. Huh. Try that as an American citizen. Yeah, try getting into the White House with your arrest warrant. See how fast you're thrown to the ground and handcuffed. But this is the this is the ridiculous things that are going on in this country. I know everybody's working every day to try to make a living, and we're trying to catch up from the two years of insanity. But you need to stop and look at what's going on here. And stop listening to the news. My God, these people are out of control. I'll, I'll talk to you about, I tune into a lot of different news media during the week so I can get a lot of different sides. A lot of people, by listening to my show, would think I listen to Fox News all the time. I also listen to MSNBC and the Communist News Network. No, not the one in Russia, the one in the United States. So they're sending her to the Munich Security Conference. That's like sending Bozo to the Let's Get Serious Conference. And for those of you who don't know Bozo, look it up. I'll tell you, like my grandmother used to say, if you want to know something, get up off your butt and look it up. So she's going to demonstrate our ironclad commitment to our NATO allies. And she's supposed to upholding the principles that have underpinned the European peace and security since World War II. You know, and underscore also, she wants to underscore the commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Because I'm trying to figure out how she is working on sovereignty and territorial integrity. I think the first thing she needs to do is understand what those terms mean. Integrity. Something that this administration, as far as territory, has no clue. So, when they send Harris over there, I don't know if this is something funny, or if this is something to be, you know, dealt with on a serious nature. But I can tell you, if I'm at that conference right now, I'm laughing my butt off. Um, You know, they couldn't send Joe... He can't get three words out together without tripping over his own tongue. It's pretty sad. You know, now even some of the Democrats are calling for a cognitive test. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's scary. You know, we let him into the White House, and my goodness, we had no idea what we were getting. But so they want to send Harris there. So that's pretty funny in and of itself. I can't wait. This is the upcoming week. So... Once she gets there, 
I'm telling you, next week's show is going to be great. Because I can see her cackling in front of the leaders of the European Union. I mean, that's really going to instill them with a lot of confidence. You know, and I'm sure Vladimir Putin's just shaking in his boots because Kamala's coming. You know, just remember something. They annexed Crimea under Obama-Biden. And don't think for a second that Putin doesn't remember that. He just said, no, 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 don't go in. And he walked right in. Sorry, I'm here already. Thanks. So they think that this trip might be a good idea for Kamala to rebuild her image. She needs to have an image first. Maybe to reboot her kind of disasters. Yeah, the root causes of the southern border. That's really working well. You know, in 300 years, we'll come back. Let me circle back to that. And by the way, my new nickname for Jen Psaki is, you ready for this? Peppermint Patty. We now have our own Peppermint Patty. And if you do not know who Peppermint Patty is, go look it up again. You will put those images side by side. You will see what an amazing deal. So now let's talk a little bit about our... Our, our new report that just came out about Afghanistan. And to quote Douglas Lute, who's a three-star army general who was in the White House's Afghanistan czar under the Bush administration and Obama administrations, he quote, hey, let, me, let me put this, we were devoid, this is a quote, we were devoid of a fundamental understanding of Afghanistan. We didn't know what we were doing. Does that pretty much sum it up, Dave? Oh, yeah. But does that just say Afghanistan, or does that include everything else that they've done? Well, I've always claimed that under this administration, the term military intelligence (laughs) is a really scary term. Because if this is the best that we have in military intelligence, we are in deep, deep trouble. I mean, I, I can't... You know, he even goes on to say, why are we here? What are we trying to do here? We didn't have the foggiest notion of what we were undertaking. That's what General Lute said. I mean, this is a three-star general telling us we don't have a clue. Now, here's the sad story. Here's the sad story of Afghanistan. Since 2001, 775,000 American servicemen were deployed there. 2,300 were killed. 20,589 were wounded in action. And that's according to the Defense Department. That's really, really sad. That, to me, tells a story that we better be a little bit more cautious about who we send to the top of our military. Our soldiers know what they're doing. And if you cut them less, you, you cut them loose, I should say, They are the best in the world, the best fighting force you will ever come up against. But if you tie their hands behind their backs and say, don't shoot back, you're only minimum engagement, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're wasting their time and you're wasting their lives. That's not what they're there for. You know, the good news is, if there is any, the good news is that November of 2022, will be the largest contingency 
of veterans running for political offices across the country. And as a veteran, I'm very encouraged. I can't... It, it, every time I hear the, the words rule of engagement and I think of Pelosi or any of those other blockbuster brain, brain dead folks in Congress making up rules of engagement or anything else, I go crazy. If they haven't been there and done that, what do they know? They've never had a bullet go zinging by their head. They've never shot you know, it's like um, when that idiot Feinstein was describing an M16. Oh. She, she didn't know which end to put up against her shoulder, you know? And I would suggest maybe going the other side. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not suggesting anything, allegedly. But I'd let her find out for herself. You know, it's just, it just irony that you have people in Congress, and then you look at our leader, has no clue. And, you know, our, like you said about our military, I'm, I don't know how some of these guys made it past second lieutenants, but we, on the other hand, we do have good people that are available and it's a matter of calling on them but not only do you call on your joint chiefs of staff you listen to them that's the real key you know i always tell my clients if you're going into a meeting listen so i wanted to with afghanistan it's a complete disaster it's a continuing disaster our retired military are going in there and trying to clean up the mess again Aisle three cleanup. Joe Biden, way to go. You know, let's go. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I also came across something this week is the DHS issues a national terrorism advisory system bulletin, or the NTAS. It was released on February 7th by Mayorkas. Now, this is really interesting. This moronic imbecile is concerned with the misinformation and the malinformation introduced and amplified by domestic and foreign threat actors. So, now when you go to your school board meeting, now you're, you're back to being a domestic terrorist because you disagree with critical race theory, because you disagree with them trying to turn your kids into a bunch of communists. But I was amazed that this is what this administration allows these people to deal with it is just it, it's it's a proliferation of stupidity beyond what you would normally consider acceptable listen every administration does stupid things says stupid things i mean that's people we're people we're going to do stuff that are stupid we're going to do stuff that are dumb i hopefully don't do a lot of that on this program but i'm sure there's some things i said that people are going to say wow that makes no sense. But for them to be spending time and making a focus on people who are spreading misinformation, this is ridiculous. Did the Department of Homeland Security, how about the border? Okay, 
They seized a tremendous amount of weapons at the border the other day. Let's not even get into the fact that there's enough fentanyl to kill the United States coming in. I'm wondering if the big guy is making a profit from the cartels. Maybe Hunter cut a deal with the cartels because I can't believe that it is this incompetent, this administration. I think it's on purpose. I think it's absolutely on purpose. There's there's no way that somebody could be this stupid, this consistent, and this ineffective at dealing with what Americans want. Here's the other thing, Dave, and this is what really bothers me. We send these people to Washington to deal with our problems, to fix our country, not to worry about their problems, not for them to have infighting. This country cannot sustain another bunch of idiots going to Washington who are going to squabble over what day it is and what color the curtains will be in the chamber. We can't do it. Our economics are a disaster, and we're going to talk about that right after the break. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, I told you we were going to come back and talk about economics. But for one second, I just wanted to go back to that DHS memo, the NETAS, the terrorism memo from Mayorkas. You ready for this? Listen to this. Out of the memo directly. These threats actors seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government and institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. Mass casualty attacks and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in further furtherance of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. Okay. Who's familiar with burning down cities, 
most familiar with attacking federal courthouses. Would that be BLM riots? So is that who he's targeting? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. He's targeting the conservatives of our nation, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. If you don't understand him and you don't believe what he says, cancel him. You know, it's here. They took Whoopi Goldberg off the air for two weeks. Why only two weeks? How come she wasn't fired immediately? I can tell you why, but you already know. There are two standards. So now let's go. We, we turn to back to what I was originally wanted to talk to right after the break. Um, the economics of things. You know, Joe said he's going to work like the devil. Guess what, folks? He is the economic devil. What do I mean by that? Well, okay. Give out all free money. You get inflation. Cut off the pipelines. Cut off drilling leases. Cut off the incentives to invest in American oil and gas. And you get higher prices. Like 47% higher prices or more. It's the same concept in crime. Cut off what people don't like about committing crimes, and they'll commit more of them. It's pretty simple. I don't know why people don't understand the, the simplicity of the system. It's really easy. If you cut off all the gas and the oil in America, you're going to pay a higher price. And that's why it went to $90 a barrel. And it's going up. Trust me, it's going up. By the summer, wait. You're going to be seeing 5 $6 a gallon. In California, get ready to empty your bank account. It's going to be amazing. But they don't know how to fix it because they have to change course. You know, now they're talking about now we need to re-steer. We need to change course. Listen, Captain White of the Titanic, as he was going down, could have steered all he wanted. He was going down. It was over. The time to steer was before you were going under, not after. You created the problem, and for some reason now you can't even figure out how you created the problem. You did it. It's your problem. Now it's our problem. So I did something. Part of my research for the program during the week is I was listening to MSNBC. And if you've never listened to MSNBC, grab a cold drink, grab some popcorn, and you want to talk about entertainment and knuckleheads, they make CNN look like a news channel almost. But what I found interesting is they spent almost 30 minutes talking about Trump and, yes, you're going to hear it, not first year, but Trump and toilets. They were talking about 15 boxes alleged of the Trump administration that were found in Mar-a-Lago. Now, are they claiming that Trump moved them himself? No. But from listening to the report, from listening to the knucklehead, you would think that this is what they say. They said Trump brought 15 boxes of classified materials. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up a little bit. Let me back up to the Hillary Secretary of State deal. I believe it was 30,000 emails that were accidentally deleted. A couple of Blackberries destroyed. Oh, I don't know. What else was wrecked with her? 
that's okay. That was okay because it was the other team. You know, when you want to bring somebody to justice, if the people before them did the same exact thing and you didn't do anything, it's kind of difficult for me to accept the fact that you're doing this simply on the basis of justice. This is what third world countries do. When the guy in power wants to stay in power, he attacks the party who's questioning their ability to govern. They arrest him. Look at Putin. He arrests his opposition. Look at the Ayatollah Khomeini. They kill their opposition. Well, America is trying to destroy the opposition. And might I point out to you, Joe Rogan, as an example, he's a pretty middle-of-the-road guy. He has different people on his show. He's very popular. Now, they want to shut him up. Why? Because he's telling it like it is. You know, he's not speaking from the podium like Peppermint Patty and telling you what you need to hear because forget about your lion eyes, listen to what I'm telling you. It doesn't make any sense. It's one of those things that you got to look at and you say, this is not America. This is not what America stands for. If we do stand for this, then you know what? We're done. Stick a fork in us, and I use that phrase a lot. Stick a fork in us. We cannot continue down this path of solitude for each party. There was a time in America when the parties worked together. You know, I saw Eric Adams this week in his tearful comments during a press conference about another teenager that was shot and killed in New York. But it's just not New York. It's L.A. It's Seattle. It's everywhere. Everywhere the Democrats are reign. We've learned nothing. We've learned nothing. And you want to go back to my original point of why are people so frustrated and wound up tight? It's because they're tired of being lied to. They're tired of you telling them everything's fine when they go to the supermarket and they empty their wallets or they start to charge things on their credit cards and can't pay them off at the end of the month. And you're telling us everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And that word transitory. Remember that? Inflation's transitory. The product shortage is transitory. Well, how much is transitory? You know, Biden did an interview last week, and the guy asked him, has your definition of transitory changed? And he turned around and he said, are you being a wise A to me? You know, why are you being like that? I know that's your job to be like that. Well, you know what, testy old man? You created your own problem. You created your own disaster. From the border to the economic situation. You know, and certainly, certainly, it's your problem. And I can tell you, the only time an invasion is a minor invasion is when it's not in your country. So when you speak about Ukraine, try to govern your words a little bit about being more specific. It's either okay or it's not okay. If it's okay, then you know what? Don't send 3,000 troops against a million and a half. You know, this country is in for a rude awakening. And I'm hoping that it happens soon. Because the party in power is all consumed with staying in power. 
and not dealing with what everyone in this country needs to be done. We need lower prices. We need better goods. We need a better supply chain. And if you tax the living daylights out of corporations like they're going to do, they're going to leave again. It's very simple. Trump understood that because he was a businessman. Yeah, you didn't like what he said. But he knew how to make this country hum. He knew how to get this economy to where it needed to be. Where you were actually making some money. Things were happening. Buildings were being built. When you tell me you created more jobs than ever, it's because you killed more jobs than ever under the lockdown. And people have not recovered from the lockdown. So that's another lie they want to tell you. Things are doing better. No, people are not recovered. Just take a look on any airline. You want, you want to see recovered people fighting with each other? They're duct taping people to seats. That should tell you something. That should tell you that America's wound up too tight. People are too stressed out. We need to deal with that stuff. So I'll leave you with that, America. I want to thank you for listening to our show, and I want to thank Legendary Dave for helping out today. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. And I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl. Go Super Barrel. Go Super Bowl. Super Barrel. Super Barrel is $97. Oh, my God. Have a great time. Watch the Super Bowl. And if not, watch your economy. Have a great weekend, guys. It's Mark the Shark saying good night, goodbye. I love you, America, from Bite of Reality. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.